Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at LineStar Sports. Make sure you follow them on Twitter, at LineStar App, and at LineStar MLB, and download the app. That's the most important part. If you take anything from this show, download the LineStar app. It uh, can do everything you need to build your winning lineups in the palm of your hands for all the sports, all the different sites, everything. It's beautiful. So go check that out and download it in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and uh, start winning immediately. You can find myself on Twitter at BDNTrick and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? i doing well. Runs were cheap tonight, so lots of runs scored, uh, insane offensive production, which is exactly what we thought because we didn't like m- most of the pitching from last night. Yeah, it was br- it was like I say brutal because the pitchers just got shellacked, like we said, like we knew this was happening. It was just like kind of get lucky and find a couple guys and, and pray, but it was bats for days, man. Soto is alive and well, folks. Like five home runs since the break already, Ooh. like crushing it. Um, Turner's going yard. I think the most embarrassing part about the day was all these home runs, all these like kind of easy ones to call, and I went Jesus Aguilar. So that was fun. Um, I tried. <laughs> I to get mean, two. hey, I, I didn't trade. Trade didn't hit one, so I was right there with you. Yeah, it's one of those deals. But uh, yeah, balls flying out of Chavez Ravine. That game's got a long ways to go because it's taken like over an hour to play two, not even two full innings yet. Um, the ball is literally just blowing out of that place. So that might end up being like 15 to 10 by the time we finish recording. But um, with that being said, we have 13 games on Tuesday. Big, big slate. And we have some good pitching. So it could be a fun one on hand for us, Bogman. So let's just get right at it for everybody. There's two-game day slate. If you download the app, you get all the goodies right there for you. But we'll start off with Miami Marlins at the Washington Nationals. Trevor Rogers got moved to Tuesday for Monday. You got a Spino and slash bullpen game for the Nats. Rogers is 10,000 on both sites. Is he back in play for you tonight? Because there's a lot of decent pitching that you might not need to force the hand here. Yeah, I think Rogers is in play, but I don't think his price is going to make me have him in many places. So definitely in play, but the price is expensive. So I'm probably going to pass. Yeah, it, it's definitely a pass. Like on a, such a big slate, if it was a small slate, I'd be interested in the Marlins. Like if you want to get really weird, you can do it. But Espino can be hittable, but he he gets he doesn't go deep. He get bullpens. It's, it's tricky. The one thing I will say is the Nats bats are white hot right now. So if you want to attack Rogers at low ownership, because that's one thing they were low owned today. Well, they were higher than the projections said they were going to be, but they still weren't that popular because other teams were. So I don't mind the Nats. It's just Rogers is good, so I respect that. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to play Soto, of course, at 55 and 42, you can. Uh, Alcides Escobar is still cheap, and he's been hitting. Uh, Josh Bell uh, is hit, hitting for a high average over the last couple of weeks. Trey Turner, obviously, has been good. But I like some of these. You know, Aguilar is still hitting 41 and 31. Uh, Miguel Rojas, 38 and 26. And Starling, uh, they need to trade him. But yep. um, uh, I, I love all those guys. Yeah, Starling will be getting traded since they decided they're gonna they're done negotiating an extension because they gave him like that was like four years, twenty one million dollars. It's like <laughs> okay, yeah, that's gonna go. Over <laughs> I well. think I'll take my chances on the market. Yeah, then. Thank I you. think I think the average player is worth that. Starling Marte is not the average player. So we got uh, we'll go to the next game of the night: Philadelphia Phillies at the New York Yankees. This should be a darn good one. You got Aaron Nola coming off the COVID IL against Domingo Herman. 
over under is nine in this game. Uh, Nola is a whopping 95 on DK, 91 on Fandle, Herman 7K and 65. Do you want to roll the dice with Nola in the Bronx or are you passing? No, I think you can. He had a start on June 13th against the Yankees. Seven and two-thirds, no earn, nine strikeouts, one walk. So uh, pretty good against them already this year. So I get it. There is some PVB data against him. Uh, four for 13 with a double and two bombs for Stanton. Uh, three for nine for LeMahieu. Three for six for Gene Segura against Domingo Herman. But there's some cheap uh, bats here. Two Travis Shankowski has been hitting. 2,000.200. Real Muto, McCutcheon, and then... Harper, and then on the Yankee side, Odor, Torres, and Anduar is a nice cheap option. Cheaper on DK than uh, FanDuel at 21 and 23. So uh, I think Nola, and uh, I like some of the bats here. Yeah, I don't mind Nola. His saving grace is even he's been giving up runs lately because he's been giving up a lot of home runs. He's got a lot of fly balls. Uh, he gets a ton of strikeouts to help offset things. So that's kind of the saving grace with him, which makes him a GPP play on this slate. So I'm, I'm fine with that for sure. But if you want to go bats, I don't mind it. I like the... Um, the Yankee or the uh, the Philly side of this, I think Bryce Harper is one of the better plays tonight. I, I know it's just like narrative street and narrative street can kind of be garbage, but Bryce Harper in the Bronx, like I said, it was Shohei in the Bronx. I'm like, I'm not saying he's going to go bananas like Shohei did, but Harper likes playing there. Let's just put it that way. And there's, yeah. there's, some, there's something to that. He likes being on that spotlight. So I think he's, he's a nice play today. McCutcheon's on fire. Uh, I like a, a little Phillies action against Herman, who's just very overrated in my book. Boston at the Toronto Blue Jays. This is going to be a disaster. It's it's Garrett Richards versus spot starter Hatch. How many bats <laughs> do you want in this game, Bob? Because I don't even have a total, but it's got to be like eleven. Uh, all of them. I mean, this yeah. is a this is a total uh, game like this. Someone is sawing something next to next to my apartment. Sorry if you guys can hear that, but uh, Hatch's first start of the year. Uh, two starts for Richards against Toronto. Ten innings pitch, eight earned. Uh, five strikeouts to eight walks. So like you said, we should see runs galore in this one. Vlad, uh, five for seven uh, against Richards. Three for six for Reese McGuire. Uh, four for eight for Teoscar Hernandez. Three for eight for Bichette. I mean, half these guys are hitting over 300. Some of them are hitting 500 against them. Three for nine for Gritchick. Guriel's been hitting. And then on the, the Boston side, uh, J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogart, Sharon Duran is still cheap, and he hit his first big league bomb on Monday night, 23 and 22. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick to bats only in this game. Yeah, Rafael Devers as well. They're all they're all in play. Like, it's the big one. I prefer the Boston side of it just because of Hatch and that bullpen, but we know Garrett Richards is a disaster since he can't use the sticky stuff, and it's one of those things. Um, the Jays, in, in Jays fashion, got shut down on Monday. They only scored four runs. So this is one of those where you're just expecting the roof to come off in Buffalo if there was a roof. So it just <laughs> it feels like it's one of those games. Both teams are going to get into like 13 to 11. They're going to be back home soon, though. I mean, yeah, like, that's we're 10 make days away. That makes things very interesting. So, um, yeah, enjoy Buffalo if you can, folks. That's all I have to say. But, yeah, stack this game up many, many which ways. But remember, if you want to be different, I mentioned Biggio before. He went deep. Like, there's little ways to be different and still play some of the chalk. And Duran was hitting second on Monday, which really uh, sparkled in my eye. When he's hitting seventh, it's not as uh, not as fun. But second in that lineup, whoo, that's a fun one. Baltimore at the Tampa Bay Rays. We got John Means making his return to the mound for Shane McClanahan. Over under eight and a half. Means 93 on DK, 8,000 on FanDuel. McClanahan 86 and 78. Are you going to take a chance on Means returning from the IL? Because Tampa Bay's bats have been horrible, especially versus lefties. I'm not all the way against it. I'll say that. So, but 
I, I don't really want guys coming off the IL. So I'm going to stick to that and I'm probably not going to own him anywhere. He's kind of expensive for first start off the IL as well. Uh, I kind of like McClanahan a little more just because of his high K upside. Uh, so I think I'm more interested in him. There's a little PVB data here against uh, means Yandy Diaz, three for 10 with a double and a bomb, two for seven for Kevin Kiermeyer, two for seven for Wendell as well. Brandon Lau and Franco are maybe guys you can pick out of this lineup that's been bad and, and hope for them. But Mullins, Ramon Urias is 2,400, a nice option. Trey Mancini uh, obviously has been hitting. No homer for me today, though. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to I'm gonna go mainly bats here. Yeah, I don't mind McClanahan as an SP2 in a tournament. Uh, he's got that strikeout appeal. He's been hit around a bit of late, too, but the strikeout appeal is definitely nice. Baltimore can be sneaky. They're always a nice value. If you listen to the show long enough, you know I like them a lot when it comes to value. So if you want to go to those bats, Mullins had the day off. He'll probably be back in the lineup on Tuesday. You mentioned Trey Boo Boo. You got Urias and, and many of Mountcastle, Hayes. They're all cheap. Santander's like bare minimum. So if you need to find value, you can go there. I would, I'm not going to full stack Baltimore, but if you want like a couple players – I got no problem with that at all. And when on the means front, I like means a lot. I'm just probably not going to use them either because A on DK at 93 is expensive. Fandle at 8K, I don't think he goes six innings. I just looked at his rehab starts. He went no more than three innings. He faced no more than 16 batters. Um, so I think they're going to baby him back in here, which is smart. It's a smart move on their part. I think it's kind of how the Royals did Danny Duffy. It's like he'll go three to four innings, then maybe four to five. Like it's going to be a very gradual climb to get things back, and that makes him kind of tough to play at those price points in DFS. Mets at the Cincinnati Royals on our Cincinnati Reds on this one. Royals, where was I thinking on that one? Uh, we got Stock making what year his, is it? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Like you're thinking basketball, you know, KC Royals, the Kings. It's so much fun. Uh, the Mets are starting Stock on the minus fifty six on DK, no price on Fanduel, and the Reds are going with Wade Miley's eighty three on DK, ninety three on Fanduel. The uh, Great American Small Park did its job on Monday. Runs galore, runs galore. Do we see that again on Tuesday, Bachman? Look, I, I like Miley today. Yep, uh, he's not you. my favorite, but five of his last six have been quality. Uh, he, he's going up against Robert Stock, uh, I think is his first name. I'm not even 100% sure. but he, sell, he sounds like he should be selling cows in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. You're absolutely <laughs> right. So uh, I think I like Miley, which makes me off of Mets bats. Uh, but I do obviously like some reds bats here kyle farmer uh tyler naquin uh, is cheap if he's in line 23 22 jonathan india has been hitting uh tyler stevenson so i think i'm gonna go with miley and reds bats and steer clear of the mets today yeah we're on the same page here i like wade miley quite a bit in tournaments he's people just think wade miley and they they want to make fun of him and i get it but he's been a formidable arm he really has especially at 8300 i don't think i can go 93 on Fanduel unless you want to get really frisky but 83 on DK is an SP2. I'm cool with that. I'm good with that. And I love these Reds bats. I was in on them on uh, Monday. They were popular. I'm hoping on a 13-game slate with some other options that spreads out a little bit, but it's another great spot. India continues to rake. Uh, Tyler Naquin's cheap. He had like four hits on uh, Monday night. Winker showed back up a little bit, which was good to see. That was a sign of things hopefully to come. Uh, so there's a lot to like in that Reds lineup. So Red stack is one of my more preferred stacks on this slate. Texas Rangers at the Detroit Tigers. Dane Dunning, Tariq Skubal, over-under of nine. And honestly, Bogman, I think that total's a little rude because I know they're kind of young pictures <laughs> and, they're, and they're kind of up and down, but Dunning and Skubal have been good enough. Dunning 67 on DK 76 on Fandle, Skubal 77 and 82. I'm always a, a Skubal guy because of his strikeout appeal, and he's not ever overpriced. And Dunning, you know, he's proven to be a decent punt from time to time. So what's your thoughts here? 
I'm not with you on Dunning. His last quality start was May 20th. So yeah. he just hasn't been good recently. But Scooble, two of his last three have been quality. He draws Texas, who we know strike out, strikes out a ton. Like you said, his price is very, very reasonable. So I'm in. Let's go with Scooble. Uh, and Candelario, two for five with bomb against him, against Dunning. Grossman's been hitting. Akil Badu has been absolutely mashing. Uh, 3129 is a great price. Scope is hitting, and he's still cheap. Harold Castro is cheap. Uh, so I, I like Scooble and some Tigers bats here. Yeah, the Tigers went off for, I think, 14 runs on Monday, and Badu went deep, had another RBI knock. He's leading off, and that price tag is ridiculous. Like, he's cash viable at that point. And uh, similar to what I said about the Orioles, like I like the Tigers more than the Orioles if you want to talk value stacks. But still, I'm not like going like five man stacks. Give me like a two to three man, and then go get like your five man Reds or Blue Jays or Red Sox. Like I want to be specific when people do that. Don't go. I'm not going all in on Tigers. They scored 14 runs. They might not score another run the rest of the week. That's just <laughs> what's, like let's be realistic about this situation. But but do especially at that price tag is outstanding. So I'm on board with you on that one. San Diego at the Atlanta Braves. We have a rainout on Monday. So at least we got that one right. That was good. But we get you uh, Darvish taking on Muller, basically a repeat of the night before Bogman. So do we have any differing thoughts here? No, I'm still in on Darvish and he's still yeah. cheap on price. Went up, actually, they raised his price. Those dirty dogs a little bit. Yeah, I not, know a little. He's still cheap. He's still cheap. Yeah, not like, an insane amount. So he was 9,200. So he's 9,800. So you're right. He is more expensive, but it's still okay. Like that's still okay to pay for Darvish. It's one of the cheaper prices you're going to get him at this year. He's too expensive on FanDuel. Not going to mess with him on FanDuel, but I'll take him. I'm not really interested in, in Mueller yet. So get, give me give me Darvish and some uh, San Diego bats here. I mean, they all have been mashing Tatis, Myers, Machado, Hosmer, Cronenworth, Fam, Grisham. Uh, this is the uh, where the uh, famously where the Internet went out for you yes. uh, last night. So hopefully it'll stick with us. What do you think about this game, Bubba? <laughs> oh, no! No, no, we're still good. We're still good. And again, if you guys want to check out Linestar on the YouTube channel, you get to see all that good stuff yesterday. Then when I have the the, the odd angle from my iPad and stuff, it was great. And, and my head was bright red because I was angry, not suntanned. It, it, it was fun. <laughs> but on this one, I'm with you on Darvish. I think it's a, it's still a really good play. I preferred 9200, but a lot of people did. So 98 works just fine on this slate. I like Muller long term, not tonight though. Not versus San Diego. Stack up your Padres. The one thing I'll re repeat that I said last night is if you're going to play Padres, just if you can play the chalky guys, just be a little different like a Myers, a Cronenworth, a Grisham. That'll help make it a little different. You can still play the chalk and not have to worry about it. That's a, like, I keep saying this because there's a lot of questions I've been getting in different things about how to differentiate the chalk stacks. So I just want to kind of echo those sentiments when we talk about them. Cleveland. At Houston on this one, we have Tristan McKenzie versus Luis Garcia. Two young arms in this matchup, an over-under of nine. McKenzie, 8K on DK, 69 on Fandle. Garcia, 10-4 and 96. Uh, Garcia was originally scheduled for Monday, got moved to Tuesday. Granky pitched. We know how that went. Um, I'm still in on Garcia. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be. So I I'm right there with you. He's probably still going to be my favorite pitcher of the night. I think he's, how much was he last night? He wasn't, he was 96 and 94 uh, yeah. last night. And uh, tonight he's 10, four and 96. So uh, went up on both uh, sites, but still one of the better pitchers. I'm not look Houston isn't in their best hitting streak right now. So uh, 
I, I I get McKenzie as kind of a contrarian tournament play. He was good in his last start too. So I get it. I'm probably not going to mess too much with him. Uh, I'm not going to invest a ton in him, but I understand taking a shot if you have multiple lineups or something. Yeah, uh, but for me, it's mainly, yeah, it's mainly Garcia and just a couple Astros bats, Tucker Altuve, uh, Jordan Alvarez, any of those guys. Yeah. I'm definitely not stacking the Indians. It's one of those, uh, if I want to be different on this slate, I'll pick like the Tigers or someone before I start going with the Indians. If the Indians go off, I just move on to Wednesday. That's just how it's going to go. Like I'm right. fine with that. Um, but I like your take on McKenzie because he is a very good guy. I remember even last year, he he had such high ceilings and low floors. So he's a great tournament play because we saw him go 25 plus points. He we can go like, deep. He's going to get strikeouts. Exactly. You know, He just needs to work on those walks. Exactly. So we've seen him go like minus 10. He's got such a range of outcomes. It's terrifying. That makes for a great tournament play at low ownership because no one will play him against Houston. So I, I like that call. If you want to get a little different, you can go there. And I like that quite a bit. Uh, Minnesota at the Chicago White Sox. They had a doubleheader on Monday. Lots of entertainment in that one, actually. But uh, we get one game tonight. Bailey Ober versus Dallas Keuchel. Over under of nine on this one. Ober 88 and 72. Keuchel 73 and 7K. How many bats do you want in this one? Uh, all of them. I mean, uh, I don't want anything to do with the pitching here. Look, Keiko, I can understand because he's had one good start, one bad start uh, against Minnesota. I just, I have a real hard time believing in him, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, but, but I, I get, I get like fighting for him. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm still Nelson Cruz. I love today. Eight, 18 of 55 against Dallas Keiko with a double and six homers, hitting 327 against him. Uh, Donaldson nine. For 32 with two homers and a double, four for 14 for Polanco, hitting 286 against him. Uh, and then Kepler, Luisa Rise, Miguel Sano have all been hitting as well. If you want to go to the Chicago side against Ober, I mean, Tim Anderson is smashing right now. Adam Angle, Lori Garcia, Jose Abreu, Jake Berger, if he's in the lineup, is cheap and has been hitting. So, yeah, I'm more of a stack either side of this one. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind that at all. Uh, I prefer the White Sox side. They, they are heating up in a big way. Um, Tim Anderson continues to just rake, so I, I like him quite a bit. But there's like good value there. Like Sheets went deep again on um, on on Monday. Berger's been swinging it. Um, Vaughn's been swinging it well. There's lots of value actually in this lineup. So just they they mix up the order a lot. So you got to kind of see when it gets released how you want to attack it. But I think the White Sox could be a very nice potentially, hopefully lower owned stack tonight against uh, Ober. Who, who's got some good stuff, but he gets a lot of home runs. So I think, <laughs> I think it's a great spot to attack with some White Sox bats on this slate. Chicago Cubs at the St. Louis Cardinals. We got Trevor Williams coming off the IL at 9,200 on DK, 66 on FanDuel. Going up against Johan Oviedo, 65 and 58. Either pitcher tickle your fancy. Nope. Uh, I have no interest in either one of these guys. Oviedo, not enough Ks, too many walks. Two out of ten starts are quality for Williams. So give me bats in this one. A lot of PVB data here. Arenado three for six with a bomb, uh, eight for 20, uh, 27 for Carpenter with two doubles, three bombs, seven for 18, 389 average with a double and a homer for Goldie, uh, seven for 20 for Paul DeYoung with three doubles and a bomb, nine for 27 for Yachty Molina with four doubles. I mean, they hit Williams hard. St. Louis does. So I love uh, their bats. Uh, Baez, Hayward, Contreras, Ortega, Horner on the Chicago side, all are pretty good. Uh, Horner, 33 and 25, nice good deal here. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, only other guys really smashing. But uh, I, I just I like St. Louis a lot. Uh, St. Louis bats a lot in this game. 
I don't blame you. Like they didn't go off against the Giants, but they Goldie's been homered almost every game. It felt like, and then they popped off on Monday. Goldie went deep again, so I think it could be a nice little spot to attack on this one um, with Williams coming off the IL and then that Cubs bullpen. I would love to stack the Cubs. Their bats have just been so inconsistently cold. Like they have the, like one game a week. It's like the Tigers. Like they have one game a week and then they just disappear again. Um, Oviedo is a great spot to do it against, but on a slate like this, I think I'm just going to pick my poison elsewhere. And if they do it, they do it. But I do like some St. Louis bats to be contrarian, like you're saying. I think it's a good spot to attack Trevor Williams and the Cubby bullpen. Let's head to Coors Field. The Seattle Mariners versus the Colorado Rockies. Marco Gonzalez, Herman Marquez, over under 10.5 on this one. Gonzalez, 6K, 68. Marquez, 81 and 86. Either pitcher for you tonight? I love Marquez. I yep. think he's my second him. favorite pitcher behind Garcia on this slate. Nine out of his last 10 have been quality starts. Six of those were at home. So uh, I really, and it's against Seattle. I really like him here. So uh, Marquez might be my, uh, you know what? I'm just going to say it. He's my favorite pitcher uh, on the night is Marquez in Colorado. I like uh, so. it, Bogman, going out on a limb with this one. Let's go get him. He's cheap too, 81 and 86. I like that a lot. Uh, Gonzalez just hasn't had it recently. So, um, I mean, I'm Marquez and a couple of bats here. I mean, Charlie Blackman's been hitting Ryan McMahon back to hitting Josh Fuentes is, uh, it, it probably too expensive, but he's been hitting too. Chris Owings. If he's in the lineup is a cheap option. So yeah, give me Marquez, man. I love him. Rockies are very cheap on FanDuel folks. So you got that going for you. Very affordable on FanDuel. You can still get him on DK if you want. Cause I'd have no problem attacking Marco Gonzalez in Coors field. I do like Marquez a lot. It's funny because. No one was rostering him when he was like in the 6K range in Coors Field and I was all over him. I can't wait to see how low owned he is on Tuesday with um, 8,100 on DK, 86 on FanDuel. I think on FanDuel, he's going to come in less than like 5% owned and he right. could literally win the whole thing for you if he pitches a Marquez-type game. He might give up a couple of runs because Coors Field, but he could strike out a ton of Seattle Mariners, a ton of them. So it's a risky play because Coors can always Coors, but um, like the other night I played Walker Buehler. I think it was, it was over the weekend. And he was $9,100, and he gave up two runs in the first two innings. And was like, oh, it's Coors Field, blah, blah, blah. He went seven deep after that, gave him no more <laughs> runs, and struck out like nine. He did right. just fine. He got like 25 points. Marquez can do that too. So like, just don't panic, folks. I'm with you on Marquez. I think it's a fun one. If he gets hit, it's 2021, and baseball's just like that this year. So <laughs> let's head on to the next one. Let's go to the desert. Pittsburgh Pirates at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Anderson Widener. Uh, Anderson's 85 on DK, 71 on Fandle, Widener, 79 and 73. I'm weirdly interested in Widener, Boggs. Uh, all right. Well, you can explain it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. So oh, we'll see. Uh, no, I don't need to explain it now because you're the resident D back guy. So you'd know better than I would. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, he's been fine. They don't let him go deep enough. So I, I'm just not, I'm just not interested. I'm more interested in Anderson. You know, uh, Anderson has been pretty good recently and he gets a good draw here against Arizona. So uh, I think it's a decent start for him. Uh, there is some PVB against him. Weirdly, Nick Ahmed has good numbers against Anderson. He loves lefties, man. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He loves lefties and he loves it when the Welsh shows up to the ballpark. Oh, is he going tomorrow night? No, no, he's not. Oh, but, I was about to go but, good to know. Every single time I go to the yard with, with the Welsh and uh, Nick Ahmed's in the lineup, he hits a homer because Welsh can't stand Nick Ahmed. He wants him to go away. He wants like a big-time shortstop offensive power hitter in there for the D-backs, and we get slick Nick, you know, all gold glove, no bat. That's who we have. Uh, but he's 8 for 20 with two doubles and two homers against Anderson, so we like that. Redick is 2 for 7 with two doubles against him. And some of these guys have been hitting Peralta, Walker, 
Rojas, uh, Escobar is too expensive, but he's been hitting. But, you know, like I like a little cheap stack against the D-backs here. Nagalski, mm -hmm. uh, Jacob Sallings, our boy Wilmer Defoe is still cheap, 21 and uh, 20. Uh, Brian Reynolds is not expensive, 36, 32. Ben Gamble, 2,000 and 2,100, cheaper on DK. Frazier is not overpriced. Key Brian Hayes, uh, not not overpriced either. So I kind of like these Pirates bats. I'm with you. I got no problem going back to the Pirates. I loved them on Monday. They didn't really get the job done so far, but I got no problem. When their values like that, they open up so much more to your offense. Like you can get better bats. You can get better pitchers. Uh, like you could legit go and get like Garcia and Darvish if you wanted or something. And it really would be easy to do. So, yeah. Um, and, and look on DK, our boy Marquez is 200 uh, more expensive than Widener. So that's why yeah, I'm so just you like, go, you go to Marquez. If you want to save, just, just take the risk on Marquez. Yeah, I'm with you. No, that's, that's a good call. So, yeah, I'm with you on the Pirates bats. Gamble, Defoe, and Nagowski for sure for the, the values and the other guys. No problem with them at all. So I'm good there. Escobar went deep and hit a triple on Monday. The dude just keeps hitting, but yeah. 5,700 is a little steep. 3K on Fandle, more aboard that price tag, but 57. Hoot the Maggie. So that's, that's, a, that's a steep one. We have the last game of the evening. We go back to LA for the rivalry. Giants, Dodgers, Alex Wood, Josiah Gray making his uh, start this year. Wood's 99 on DK, 88 on Fandle. Gray is 47 on DK. Are you going to either one of these bats? No, look, I, I Wood is fine against the Dodgers. Uh, he's had 12 innings, six earned runs. That's four and a half ERA, but 15 to two on strikeouts to walks. I like seeing that. Uh, so I, I understand wanting to go with Wood. I'm just not interested. Josiah Gray, first big league start. I'm not going to spend my money. Uh, so uh, I, I like bats here. Uh, I know Mookie was scratched, if but he's been scratched like for 50% of the games he's missed yep. this year. So uh, if he's in the lineup, uh, he's three for six with a double and a triple off of Wood. A 10 for 23 for Pollock, who has also been mashing three doubles and two bombs. I just made another bet against AJ Pollock again today with the Welsh on the ITL <laughs> Fantasy Baseball Podcast. So uh, that's always fun to do. Five for 17 for Turner uh, with two homers hitting 294. And Muncy, Smith, Taylor, Pujols, Beatty, all have been hitting. And on the San Francisco side, it's Ruff, Crawford, Yastrzemski, Casali, Solano have all been hitting. So that's what I like in that one. Yeah, the, the Dodgers is fine. The Pollock call I like a lot. Uh, Muncy owns the Giants. He had a moonshot in the first on uh, Monday night. The Giants are interesting, though, because it's going to be a lot of bullpen on Monday because um, Gonzalez is not going to go deep. And then Gray hasn't gone deep all. He's only thrown 15 total innings in the minors so far this year. So it'll be back-to-back -back bullpen games for the Dodgers. And that can make things quite interesting for the Gigante bats. So keep an eye on who makes that lineup because, you know, Posey's back. He went deep on Monday. Wilmer Flores went deep as well. There's some intriguing options in that lineup for a little late-night action in L.A. All right, real quick, Bob, been recapping things here. Who are your top pitchers on this slate? Marquez and Garcia are my one-two right there. I also like uh, Nola, Anderson, Darvish, Scooble, and McClanahan. Those are kind of the the guys I like here. Yeah, I go Gar uh, Garcia, Darvish, um, Marquez as well, and then uh, Scooble. It'll be my top four if I got to go that route. I like those quite a bit. Who are you stacking it up with tonight? I mean, I think you can stack Philly against Washington, Toronto, uh, Boston, probably uh, either side you want in that one. Cincinnati versus the Mets, San Diego at Atlanta, Minnesota, Chicago, either side. We talked about that. Uh, St. Louis against the Cubs. That's probably my favorite stack. And then I think a cheap stack at Pittsburgh versus Arizona could work too. Yeah, Philadelphia against Hermana like quite a bit. You mentioned Boston, Toronto. The Reds is going to be a great one. 
that's gonna be a really yeah. really good one i like that quite a bit and then um white Sox I like a lot versus ober um colorado versus mark i, I think i like other stacks better than colorado tonight i'll be honest with you i think i do <laughs> Um, I think I, I kind of lay off that one a little bit there. And then that late night uh, Giants-Dodgers game, if the lineups look good, quite, quite intriguing. There's tons of value on this slate, as we mentioned. But there also is, when you follow Linestar on Twitter, at Linestar app and at Linestar MLB, is this thing called the home run call of the day. And Bogman, myself, Ryan Humphreys will give our home run call of the day. If you retweet the, the tweet from Linestar, and they, they pick three lucky winners that retweeted, you get paired with each one of us. And if we get a home run, you get some free swag. So Bogman on this Tuesday, 13 game, July 20th slate. Who's your home run call today? I'm going to make him work for me. Give me AJ Pollock against Wood. So your boy, that's uh, let funny. Me, let me have him go deep. So I'm going to, I'm, he's going to win me this. And then also he's going to go on the IL and win me some more money. So uh, that that's what he's going to do. He's going to work for me. I like it. You guys have no idea how hard that was for Bogman to say that. So like <laughs> that's a big one right there. He's going to go AJ Pollock. I'm going to stick to my, my script here. I'm going to go with Bryce Harper in the Bronx. Give me Bryce in the Bronx, taking Herman deep. Herman is a way too many fly balls, folks. And there's going to be a lot of home runs in that game. I'm hoping Bryce is one of them. So I'll take Bryce Harper in that one. It's an early game. Like we did the Otani one. Let's kick it off early. You go get some late night AJ Pollock action. Maybe Ryan Humphreys gets sandwiched in between somewhere. Maybe get, <laughs> one of these nights we're getting three. It's going to That's happen right. one of these nights. So why not? Why not Tuesday? But uh, until then, we'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. Another fun pie split slate on Wednesday. You can check out Blogman on Twitter at Blogman Sports. I'm Matt Pediatric. Good luck, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.